Engineering Peace with Tom Bond is a real-life look at how peace is becoming a reality on our planet. Plus, it's a personal resource to help you create the change in your life that you'd like to see in the world. Get practical tips and wisdom. Listen to recordings from Tom's workshops, training sessions and custom messages for listeners to help make peace a reality in our own lives. You're listening to Engineering Peace with Tom Bond. Here we go. This is an excerpt from a meeting I had with a group of Compassion Course facilitators. And in that meeting, we talked about the background, actually, the what Marshall Rosenberg didn't like about nonviolent communication, and also what my relationship with him had to do with the actual writing of the Compassion Course and, in fact, approach the concept of how the Compassion Course was formed. Here it is. This all started when I met this dude called Marshall Rosenberg. We had this joke going, I would always say, well, I met this guy Marshall Rosenberg and he ruined my life. Tongue-in-cheek ruined my life. He did ruin my life in exchange for one that I found to be much more wonderful. I met him, I think, in 2001, when we just started NYCNBC, 2002, in there. And it was really interesting to find out that he was a little frustrated with what had happened. He was grateful, but he was also a little frustrated because he felt like he was stuck with a few things. Uh, One of those being the actual term nonviolent communication he found that it turned a lot of people off, which imagine if you were considered or somebody called you violent or there was a reputation pervade that you were violent, to have somebody say, would you like to study nonviolent communication would actually be an accusation more than an invitation. And he used to drive them nuts. And the other thing that he wasn't wild about was the model. Although, again, he was grateful. I mean, he became famous based on the model of nonviolent communication, which was observation, feelings, needs, requests, right? That was the the model. The frustration was that people thought that they could just simply say those words and everything would change. And as it turns out, that's not really true. You could say words that sounded like nonviolent communication, but were not nonviolent communication at all. And some of us had that experience where it almost felt like that was a weapon. That was not used to help me. That hurt. And so we talked about this uh, uh, a lot. And basically, the challenge was to see if I could, it was two things. Number one, see if I could teach this without, and I have to say Rita Herzog was part of that challenge too, not just Marshall, one of my amazing teachers as well. And so the idea was not to use the term nonviolent communication. And if you look, I don't use those words. I only use the words compassion or or needs awareness or what this is. And this is a, this is an awareness. And this is built on awareness. And so awareness to generate compassion. And compassion generates understanding, understanding generates compassion. And so 
there were a couple things here. Number one, not call it nonviolent communication. Think of something that was more about what it is as opposed to what it's not. Something that is more culturally acceptable, especially here in the United States. And then the other part was to break out of this idea that if you simply say these words, that you're going to somehow have a, a shift in how you exist. So a lot of people were disappointed because they tried that. They said, well, I said those words and it didn't work. The idea was to, okay, let's look at this some other way. Let's look at this for what it is we're trying to accomplish. And that is connection and understanding through our ability to see universal human needs. And so I talk about the technology of the course. So the technology I'm talking about isn't the computers, it's us. And what I mean is that we are programmed. And in fact, when we understand and when we can see, when we are acutely aware of our own and one another's universal human needs, that's that list we talk about, when we can really become aware of that, and I'm going to talk about what that means, not just a dictionary definition, but really a relationship there. When that happens, we change. We become more compassionate. It's like a thing that we can do for ourselves when we understand what the process is, what the technology is. And that's why I am such a nut about really getting into feelings and needs, feelings and needs, feelings and needs. What do they mean? What are they? And what's my relationship to them? And so the way the course is designed is to take you, and I know some of you have heard me say this before, so I apologize for repeating myself, but it probably bears repeating. And that is that we're trying to get over the line. This is what I say. I want, so my commitment to everybody here is to take you over the line. What do I mean when I say take you over the line? Where, where are we going? So where we're going is to a place of competence. In other words, that when we do this, it works. And when we start, we fail. It's like throwing a Frisbee, right? Nobody picked up a Frisbee and went, whack, perfect. So when we start, we fail. And eventually what happens is we get so good at this that something happens like, for example, with my father in chapter one. That was me getting over the line. That was me going through this process, becoming aware, and then having a different experience, changing who I got to be in that moment because I got good enough at understanding needs. And so I remember that night, I was like, when can I do this again? And that's over the line, right? That's over the line. When we try it and we fail, we are not over the line. We're moving toward the line. It's part of the learning process, but we're not over the line. And again, that's my goal. And that's, you will see this, that's, this is underneath everything that we pay attention to in this course, getting over the line. And it's a slower process than many people would tell you. I believe that a one-year course probably isn't enough but the thing about, and I realized this a few years ago, is there is no course that's long enough to teach us this and help us stay in this mindset, in this framework of needs awareness. 
that takes a community because the whole rest of the world's out there doing something else. And so we're social beings and we can tend to be sucked into the network that surrounds us. So it is imperative that we create our own network. And that's really what the Compassion Course is. It's, yes, it's the know-how, it's the knowledge, but it's also the network. It's the support system that allows us to keep going. And so, like I said, there's no such thing as a course that's long enough for this. It takes a community and communities don't end. And that's wh where we're at right now. So how do we get over the line? So the first part for us is knowing that this even exists, right? You heard about this course. You said, oh, there's this thing people do. And it's like, wow, okay, maybe I'll try that. But then we get into it. We, so first we hear it exists, but then we find out what it is. And this is where we're at now. We're in this place where we are learning to see into the parallel universe of feelings and needs that we're using these words differently than we probably ever used them before in our lives. We're almost, you could say, redefining them into what I call life energy. These are natural occurrences inside a human being. And so that's what we tap into. So first we discover it exists and we see it. And we go, oh, I get it now. I think I know what needs are. I think I know what feelings are. Then comes the part where I say, Oh yeah, I have them. They're part of me. And in fact, I have a lifelong relationship with these things that I didn't really even know about. And so this is the next stage. This is where when we see them, now it's our relationship. Our, every one of us has a very, very personal relationship with these life energies called feelings and needs. And so just because you know they exist doesn't necessarily help. Just because you know what they are doesn't necessarily help. We have to get into this next place, which is that we have a working relationship with them. And this is where it starts to take time. We're going to move into that. We're going to move into, and I already started talking about that. Like, why is it so hard to feel feelings or to think I have them? You know, I talked about that in, I think it was in three, right? Where I talked about my first day of school. And if you read that, you'd be, of course, this guy doesn't want to have feelings anymore. Why would you after that? What good did they do me? And in fact, for most of my life, up until I met Marshall Rosenberg, they were like this bothersome thing. And so I learned to suppress them. I didn't think they had any use. And so... That's the other part, right? That's the part of this, the relationship where we're going to be able to have such a relationship with them that it makes our lives more wonderful. And so that's why we move slowly because you can't skip from the first floor to the second floor. There are steps that we need to go through. And I, I by the way, you know, I say we need to go through and all this. It's, this is my trainer mind talking. I was a trainer for years before I met Marshall. And I am a training freak. I love training. And so the, what it is that we talk about, the order in which we talk about it, the length of time or the number of times that we talk about it are all coming from my trainer mind, trying to figure out what is the best sequence, what is the best information that I can give you 
so that we get this into this over the line state. And that's what the course is. Thanks for listening, and please join us again next time for Engineering Peace with Tom Bond. Subscribe and follow for updates about the Compassion course or to buy the Compassion book. You can also make a donation to be an Engineering Peace sponsor and support peace education and mediation around the globe.